Morning, everybody. Welcome along to the Saturday Sports Show. Apologies for not being on air last week. I had no voice, uh, which makes it very difficult to bring you a Saturday sports show. On this uh, on the program today in the first hour, we'll have a look very shortly at some of the overnight scores as we prepare for a weekend of sport here in the Pilbara. We'll talk golf uh, from the Port Hedland Golf Club and Hedland Touch Association. The season goes from strength to strength. We'll catch up with Jess and find out what happened this week at the Hedland Touch Association at the Marie Marlin Fields in South Hedland. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Time to catch up with uh, golf and uh, out at the Port Hedland Golf Club where it is the uh, four-ball better ball championships on today. Jeff Brockman joins me on the telephone. Hello, Brocky. How are you this morning? Yeah, good. Thanks, Dave. Hey, uh, I'm hoping that the course has been left uh, in a reasonable state after the uh, constabulary were out there yesterday uh, playing their Ambrose competition for uh, Police Legacy. It uh, should be a good day for the four-ball better ball champs this afternoon. Yeah, the uh, course has been pretty good, Nick, too, Dave. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get underway about 10.30 and, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Yeah, all right. Uh, we didn't have a show last week because uh, one of us... Uh, had no voice, so there was no show last week. So we we don't have the results, or we haven't been able to put out the results of the club championships. Do you still have them at all? Yeah, I certainly do, Dave. Yes, um, obviously the championships was uh, sponsored by Daniel Collins. Um, just I'll just give you the winners and the runners up, mm-hmm. mate. Too many novelties. Uh, winner of the men's A grade, thirty-six hole gross, was Jaden Tenai with one forty-seven. Yep, and the runner-up was Jack Dawson with 154. Young Jack hits a good ball. I'll tell you that right now. He certainly does, mate. Um, 36-hole net winner was Gary Brooks with 147. Mm -hmm. And uh, 36-hole runner-up was Brian Corbett with 150. That's obviously Mm A-grade. Men's uh, A-grade 36-hole gross winner was Ash Dwyer with 168. And runner-up was Damian Lysik with 176. And 36-hole net winner... Uh, big red obviously was Reg, Reggie Thorby with 144, and the runner-up was Joey Solano with 149. Yes. So they obviously. I saw Reggie um, during the week, and uh, you couldn't get the smile off his face. He reckons he had a great weekend. Mate, well he fell off the chair before he left, so yeah, he had a real <laughs> rip time, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then went, then went to sleep on the bottom of my car, so it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he had a good. Day. He had a good yeah. weekend. <laughs> what about in the ladies? Uh, yeah, 36-hole uh, gross winner for the ladies was Teresa Fairclay with mm. 178. Yep. And runner-up was Lynn Lissa with 186. 36-hole uh, net winner was Janice Bentley with 146. And the runner-up was Nadine Stableton with 160. So, yeah. Very good. So, so congratulations all around. Yeah. Uh, as I said, the four-ball better ball championships are on this afternoon uh, through the 18 holes. Um, lunchtime tee-off as usual. No, the thing off at ten thirty onwards, Dave. All oh, so, right. Um, yeah, we've all obviously got to go off number one, number ten. So yep. yeah, and uh, that should be fun. It's a beautiful day, obviously, at this stage. So good luck to everybody playing. Yes, indeed. So that's out at the Port Hedland Golf Club. Uh, a little bit later on this morning, then ten thirty tee off off the uh, front and back nine. Uh, good luck to all the players, Brocky. Thanks for your time once again. Uh, we'll uh, try and catch up again next weekend. It's the Fortescue Open next weekend, so there might be a few. Uh, a few players heading down to uh, Fortescue next week. No worries, Dave. Cheers. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On the Saturday Sports Show, Touch Footy continues apace in Port Hedland from the Hedland Touch Association. Jess joins me to go through this week's results played on Wednesday night. Hello, Jess. How are you? 
not bad for a morning. <laughs> All right, it's going to be a busy weekend, I'm sure. As a mum of sporting kids, you'll be out and about very soon. Um, let's have a look at what happened on Wednesday night. Should we start with Divi 1? Yeah, let's go Divi 1. So we'll get the rough one out of the way first. So Cubans forfeited to Chafing Dreams. So mm-hmm. Chafing Dreams had their first win for... And a 9-0 for... win, thanks to nine the forfeit. 9-0 win. Got some good percentage points up there. <laughs> All right, so uh, the other two games then that were played? The two games. So we've got Rusty Pipes and Crazy Horses. So Crazy Horses won that one 6-2. to two With, um, we have Fatula, I think it is, if I can read some handwriting correctly, and Benny Watson picking up points for the boys. Mm-hmm. And we have Kirsty Kabala and Jazz Kilmartin, both from Rusty's. Rusty Pipes, getting some points as well. So... Big weekend for Kirsty this weekend with um, the softball grand final. And I think it was footy over or... Uh, footy's finished. Off. No, footy, she actually won the uh, fairest and best in the league. Um, she did too. Yes, I did see that. She popped up on Facebook. Always busy, that girl. <laughs> As I've said before, is there any sport in this town that she cannot play and cannot play well? It's just one of those people. Um, all right, the last yeah. game from Divi 1. And the last game for Divi 1 was... Conquerors and Nad, so a nice close one here. Conquerors coming away with the win, nine to seven, with um, Thomas Bennett. It was the Bennett show actually. So um, with Brookie playing as a um, as a junior girl uh, with his age, mm-hmm. um, picking up points. Uh, Thomas picking up points, and Young Sienna picking up points as well. And then Paulie Rose from Nad's picking up the last remaining point. Just imagine if Mum had played. She uh, did play. Oh, she so, did play. <laughs> um, her children beat her out for the points, unfortunately, for Flo. <laughs> Sorry, Flo. All right. Well done. So 6-2, Crazy Horses over Rusty Pipes, and 9-7, Conquerors over Nads in Divi 1. Let's go to Divi 2. So Divi 2, we had um, – it was the game with two of our, our brand-new teams, so Black Smoke and Athletic, and Black Smoke came away with a 10-6 win against Athletic with um, – John Nakata picking up two points. Uh, Ken Tuivai picking up a point as well. And then we have Georgia Brockman from Black Moat picking up two points for the girls. And Leighton Katui Brown picking up a point as well. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Quality Coatings. And yeah, no, yeah, with Quality Coatings coming away with a 13 to 3 win. With uh, Joel Ryan from Qualities picking up two points. Uh, and uh, Jama Bacon picking up a point from yeah no yeah, and for the girls it was Becca Aim Becca Amy and um, Cheryl Panaho from yeah no yeah picking up the final point. I haven't heard any uh, result of Phoenix yet. No, I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm not <laughs> deliberately leaving it till last. Um, and then em, uh, Emus and Phoenix playing, so it was a six-one win to Emus. With um, funnily enough, it was. The Phoenix guys picking up the two points for the match. It was Voda Vandermeer um, picking up two points. Um, Roberta Ramirez-Smith um, picking up two points for Phoenix as well. And then for Emus, uh, Robbie Slay- Saylor and Siobhan Shab- uh, Anderson picking up um, points as well. All right, well done. Uh, so there's uh, what happened this week at Headland Touch Association. Uh, anything else to report? We've got an AGM coming up, haven't we? We have an AGM coming up, but importantly, next week... We have our refs course mm-hmm. and we have our um, level one coaching course. So our level one ref, refs course, yes, good morning, Miles. Um, 
we have our level one ref course on Tuesday. So Nick and I will be down there helping TFA facilitate that. And then on Thursday, we have our level one ref um, coaches course. So anyone who's keen on um, improving their skills, but also would who wouldn't mind um, coaching our junior squad for next term, I think I'm, put, I'm putting my hand up to do the, um, the coaches course, um, can come down and, and get TFA to do the coaches course. And also TFA will be visiting all of the schools and including the high school next week as well. Very good. And the, just to finish off, the AGM is when? The AGM is... Oh, now you're making me get things off the top of my head. <laughs> the only reason I'm asking you this is because for the next few weeks we won't have a Saturday sports show to remind people. So uh, whilst you're looking that up, I'll go back through the scores. Uh, Crazy Horses 6-2 over Rusty Pipes. Conquerors 9-7 over Nads in the uh, DV1. Black Smoke 10-6 over Athletics. Uh, quality Coatings 13-3 over Yeah, no, yeah. And 6-1 Emus over Phoenix in Div 2. How are we going there, Jess? Um, I am almost there. Very good. Um, you can find out all more details about uh, Touch Footy Australia's visit up to uh, Headland uh, next week on the Headland Touch Association Facebook page. All the details are there, as is the de- information about the AGM, I'm sure. There is a event on Facebook for people that can actually register their interest mm-hmm. and all of our club ca- our team captains have been emailed the link to be able to RSVP to the event too. So no excuses as to why you don't know that it's coming up because your team captain should have it. Um, we are looking for several positions due to, you know, the usual um, transient nature of our town. Yep. So we've got a few positions that are up and up and for grabs and we'd really like to see some new new people on the committee, some new blood so that we can keep this um, this association going and the momentum that um, we've had with the current committee. So we'd really love to have some new people there. Alrighty. Uh, 18th of uh, September, not October, is the uh, the AGM according to uh, what's on the uh, facey page and at this stage, tentatively, we're saying the Wanagara Stadium, but that's just because that's over Yes, there. yeah, we are. No, we are we are at the stadium. We did discuss that on our latest committee meeting that we're going to be in the club room on which is on the outside. Yep. So, um, yeah, not not the actual internal not building. Inside, but on the it's outside. on the outside. It faces uh, the footy ground. Kevin Scott Oval. It does. Um, so, all right. So that's on the eighteenth of September at six o'clock at the Wanagara Stadium. Jess, thanks for that. Uh, obviously, you've got children that need to be doing things on a Saturday morning, and Miles has already come up and said hello. Um, I'm dance mum this weekend. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us on the sports show. Thanks. Bye. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show in our second hour with the North Pilbara Footy League Grand Finals uh, heading to Dampier's Windy Ridge this afternoon. We'll catch up with the coaches of the two respective league sides in Shane White from the Carruth Cats and Stephen Dodd from the Dampier Sharks. We've also got the Grand Final from the Port Hedland Softball Association to report on. I'm expecting someone in from the Port Hedland Softball Association after last night's uh, Grand Final to give us an update on who won and who's taken out the season awards. That's all coming up over the next 55 minutes before we head off to the Saturday Rub. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.
You're listening to the Saturday Sports Show on Triple M, and there's Rick Springfield with Jesse's girl. Port Hedland Softball Association have sent a message through. We're too sick. Not surprising after the grand final celebrations last night, but I do have the final score. The uh, Raiders, who were the minor premiers, up against the Jets, who'd come through the hard way up losing the semi final but winning the prelim last week. The Jets had a win last night, 14-4 to over the Raiders. So uh, congratulations to the 2023 grand final winners, Jets Softball Club. Uh, presentations were held afterwards. Uh, Indiana Trelaw was the junior of the year. Ebony Brown, the rookie of the year. With 29 strikeouts, the pitcher of the year was Tony McMahon. The Golden Glove for the best uh, fielder in the competition over the season, Serena Leafroy Potter. Uh, the most stolen bases with 16 was Kirsty Kabala. Kelly Johnson and Nikita Whitby shared the trophy for the most home runs with two apiece. Kirsty Kabala ticked up another trophy for the most runs batted in and the highest batting average for the season of 682. For the 3-2-1 umpire awards based on games throughout the season, the runner-up in the fairest and best was tied between Kelly Johnson and Kirsty Kabala. And the 2023 Association Fairest and Best was Hannah Ashburton. There was also a couple of Life Member Awards handed out last night at the presentations. Nadine Youngman and Serena Leefroy Potter both awarded Life Membership of the Port Hedland Softball Association. There was also a, uh, a minute silence before the grand final for the passing of Josh Hare in that traffic accident last weekend at Karajini as his sister Jasmine was uh, a member of the Raiders uh, so- Softball uh, Club and they were playing in the final last night. Mitzi Cassidy from Raiders, a life member of the association, is leaving. So there was a farewell to her last night as well. And finally, just a, a big word of thanks to The Landing for the donation of food over the course of the finals uh, series. Now, uh, that's it for Port Hedland Softball. My thanks to Shelley Glasson and all the committee for doing what they have done during the year and to, uh, of course, Lisa Shields, who was a regular on the Saturday Sports Show, bringing us up to date each Saturday morning. Coming up after the break, we're hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be touching base with the two league coaches for the North Pilbara Footy League Grand Final to be played at Windy Ridge this afternoon. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On the Saturday Sports Show on Triple M, it's Grand Final Day and six clubs started the season playing across three grades in the North Pilbara Footy League. We're down to just two clubs across all three grades. The games will be played at Windy Ridge for the third year in a row. Stephen Dodd is the senior coach of the, the uh, league side at Dampy Sharks, joins us this morning. Hello, Dottie. Morning, Dave. How are you? Well, thank you. Last time we spoke to you, you were uh, down at uh, the country championships, so uh, we won't touch base on those, but uh, congratulations on getting through to the grand final for a third year in a row. Yeah, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. All right. And also joining us from the Karatha Cats, Shane White, the head coach of the uh, the Karatha Cats league side. Morning, Whitey. Uh, morning, Dave. Morning, Dottie. How are we? Good, buddy. Well, first off, congratulations to both uh, teams. Uh, you got through the 15 rounds of the regular season uh, and uh, you played each other, of course, a couple of weekends ago in the second semi-final with a, a win to the Sharks to go in and therefore earn the right to host the grand final. So congratulations on the efforts of both clubs, uh, especially given that you both clubs have got all both uh, all teams in the grand final. Now, Dottie... Uh, it's going to be tough. We spoke this time last year saying it's always hard to back up and, and go back-to-back. Back. You did that last year. It's going to be even harder this year to go back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, isn't 
Absolutely. You know, the obviously grand finals are always hard to win, uh, especially against a quality side like uh, the Karatha Cats. So well, the guys are really fired up. Uh, you know, to get the opportunity to win three in a row, you've got to win two in a row. So, uh, you know, the, the guys are, are super motivated and are ready to get out there tonight and, and put their best foot forward. Uh, staying with you, Steve, the bye, obviously, uh, last week, you didn't have to uh, play the, in the prelim. You get, had uh, the chance to freshen up um, with your league side anyway. Uh, is that a positive for you, or would you rather have kept playing so that you keep getting the uh, the miles in the league, so to speak? Uh, no, definitely um, would much rather have the week off. I think, uh, you know, it's quite a long season, and... Uh, you know, a lot of the players have a pretty demanding work schedule as well, uh, being a, a working town. So, the opportunity to, to freshen the guys up, you always you always take that that game as a buy. But uh, we've got to make sure we, uh, we we come out firing and um, and make that uh, that week off worthwhile and uh, and really run hard all day. Shane, uh, once again, congratulations on getting the, the league boys into the grand final. Your, your two's got there before you guys. They had the week off last week and uh, so did the, the girls. So it's basically the league side's had to come through the hard way. What do you reckon, Whitey? Is it is it better to have a continuous game play or would you rather have the week off to freshen the leagues? Oh, look, to be honest, I think we're probably opposite of Dan. I think we probably needed the game last week. Um, yeah, we went into obviously played Dan twice in a row. Um, had a, had a colours lowered both games, so it was it was nice for us to get a, another hit out against Wickham, who were very good last week. Um, we tried got to try a few different things, got to uh, to regain some of our connection after having a few guys come back in after sort of the um, the miss of last three or four rounds. So, yeah, for us, as much as much you would like to have the buy and obviously host the grand final, I think um, that was a game we needed last week, and uh, the guys are ready to go tonight. It's been a while since the Cats have uh, won a grand final. Uh, I think the last, it's been five years since the Carruth Cats won the grand final. That would have, that was up in uh, in Port Hedland, up in South Hedland, when they knocked off uh, Swans on their home deck. But uh, you have had a run of uh, wins throughout the 2000s, including the, the turn of the century, 99, 2000, 2001. You got the, the back-to-back-to-back. So is there much pressure from the, the club to continue this dynasty, if you like, the success? Uh, I'd like to say no, but of course there's pressure from the club. <laughs> now, look, I think um, it's yeah. This is I think there's our fifth and row we're going for now. So, and um, there's always pressure, but it's a new group this year, you know. So it's um, yeah, Grand are coming up against a fantastic side in Dampier who are going for three in a row. So um, they are definitely the benchmark. Um, but for us, I think we're just keeping the pressure into. I'm trying to keep the pressure internal, really. Let All the right. guys go about their thing and get themselves set for the game and, and go from there. Dottie Dampier, last one, two in a row uh, in 08, 09. You've done 21, 22, 23, as we've talked about, it's going to be a bit of pressure. Now, you've had the week off. Um, you've got three teams in the uh, grand finals. For the men's side of things, has it put any pressure on you and uh, the reserve side to actually pick a, a uh, two decent sides to go out and take place? How much of a balancing act is it? I mean, you, you did all the qualifying of games played during the season. Oh, look, you know, I think everyone comes out of the woodwork this time of year, surprise, surprise. So we've had um, massive numbers on the track for, you know, a good three or four weeks now. And uh, even this week was no exception. The guys that were, um, you know, probably unfortunate to miss out uh, on a game in either grade today were still down there and uh, getting them around around the the guys. So really good uh, vibe around the football club and, and, um, you know, everyone 
you know, loves um, to be a part of a footy club um, when they're, they're uh, having some success and stuff. So, yeah, look, we've um, we've got two quality sides, as I'm sure the um, the Cats have, have picked two quality sides. So you're going to see a good brand of football tonight. Hopefully the win stays away and, uh, you know, we can showcase, uh, you know, the, the talent of football that's, that's up here. Yeah, and the, the view from the boundary line uh, down there is just awful uh, looking out over the bay, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane, yeah. what about you guys? I mean, you guys have got uh, your league and reserve side in there. The Rezzy's Riz- the got there first, obviously, but uh, have you had good numbers on the track uh, fighting for positions and, and the balancing act across uh, two teams to get the, the boys I- into uh, tip-top shape for the granny this afternoon? Yeah, absolutely. Not dissimilar to the uh, to the Sharks guys. I think we've had... Um, We've had about 48 guys play league this year, and there's 60, 60 something played reserves. So we've had phenomenal numbers, and even the ladies, the ladies have had 40 ladies play throughout the year. So we've had fantastic numbers all year. Um, been very fortunate, same as Dampy, to maintain those numbers. Normally, it's a normally it's a battle, right? But I think um, having things like the new facility and the and the you know, the recent success we have as a club um, has allowed us to attract people to the club, and we've retained those numbers this year. Um, and yeah, putting um, yeah a lot of people miss out. We've put two good teams on the park and. Once again, as Dottie said, you know it's about it's about the club and getting those people down today. Um, no one's dropped off. Everyone's everyone understands the uh, the heartache, but also the part they play in in Grand Final day. So yeah, looking forward to it. All right, congratulations. Also, uh, before we wrap up, to uh, Nathan Bravington uh, for uh, winning the the uh, DeGray Medal uh, a couple of weekends ago. That was announced. Uh, got there by one vote from Jackson Ramsey. Both players playing out of the Carrath Cats. Uh, obviously, the spread of uh, votes going to uh, across the winning combination of uh, Dampier might have uh, told against some of their players. And uh, the Matheson Medal went to South Headland to uh, young Saker Barrow, and it was a tie in the uh, in the women's competition for the Creighton Medal between. Ash Greenwell from the Caratha Cats and uh, Kirsty Kabala from the Headland Blazers. Uh, once again, boys, congratulations to both clubs. Uh, Dampy going for back to back to back in both the league and the reserves. Caratha Cats and they're trying to get back on the winners list in the league. The last one, the uh, they were the last team to uh, win a reserves grand final before Dampy Sharks won uh, a couple of years ago on the Saturday Sports Show. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Good luck this evening. No worries, Dave. Cheers, Whitey. All the best. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dottie. And all the best to all uh, all six teams playing today. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.